Welcome to episode 164 of the Women of the Military podcast. This week I'm doing another advice episode because I know how much you guys enjoy listening to the advice from women who have served in the military. And so to get a little bit of a break from podcasting, I decided to do these three episodes near the end of the year so that I could take a little bit of a break and get come back refreshed for January, which I'm really excited about next year's season. So I don't think we need any more than that, except to tell you that this is the fourth time I've done an episode like this. So if you would like to check out episode 100, episode 138, or episode 162, you can check it out. And next week, we will also be doing more advice. So have a great week and let's get started. of the Women of the Military podcast. Here you will find the real stories of female service members. I'm Amanda Huffman. I am an Air Force veteran, military spouse, and mom. I created Women of the Military podcast in 2019 as a place to share the stories of female service members past and present with the goal of finding the heart of the story while uncovering the triumphs and challenges women face while serving in the military. If you want to be encouraged by the stories of military women and be inspired to change the world, keep tuned for this latest episode of Women of the Military. Women of the Military podcast would like to thank Sabio Coding Bootcamp for sponsoring this week's episode. Sabio Coding Bootcamp is a top-ranked coding bootcamp that is 100% dedicated to helping smart and highly motivated individuals become exceptional software engineers. Visit their website at www.sabio.la to learn how you may be able to use your GI Bill of Benefits to train at Sabio. Your tuition and monthly BAH stipend may be paid during your training period. They are also 100% committed in helping you find your first job in tech. So don't forget to head over to www.sabio.la to learn more today. Women of the Military podcast would also like to thank Grunt Style for sponsoring this week's episode. I have been really impressed with the quality of the clothing items I received from Grunt Style The long sleeve shirt has become my new favorite shirt to wear as it's gotten colder. And this long sleeve t-shirt is great because it fits so well around my wrist, which normally I don't like the way long sleeve shirts feel, so it's an extra compliment. But I really love their clothing and I love how they are an American veteran owned and operated company with the motto of pride in self, military, and country. And they also have more than 200 veterans on staff. So if you're still looking for gifts this holiday season for either yourself or someone that you love, you can get an additional 10% off your first order using my discount code Huffman. So go to gruntstyle.com and use my code Huffman, H-U-F-F-M-A-N at checkout off your first order of any items. That's gruntstyle.com and use the code Huffman. And now let's get started with this week's interview. I will always speak to women about, you know, their next steps and their choices. When it comes to the military, I think the advice is very similar to what I'd give any woman considering anything, college, a job, is do your research. Don't go off unprepared. Understand what you're getting into and go in with 
knowledge, talk to people like you, read your book, understand why you're doing, because Amanda, you know, it's challenging. Basic training is challenging. Also, stay fit. You know, you got to stay fit. The military doesn't want folks who can't run a mile or can't do a couple of sit ups, not a couple, but, you know, sit ups and push ups and even not a change. So I would tell young women, do your research, understand your options, talk to other veterans. Now you have the chance to do that. When I joined there, you think I could have talked to a fellow female that was joining the military? Absolutely not. And any guidance counselor would advise me not to join the military, I'm sure. So uh, I think women today who are considering joining the military have so many options now, and they have so many women they can reach out and talk to. And then be committed and let yourself go. Don't get up in arms about basic training. And because really the military is trying to kind of change your culture and your outlook to become a team. And so if you take it like that, rather than personal personal time. They're trying to control me and I can't take this, but get why they're doing it. If you're in combat, you all have to work together. So that whole thing about there's no I in team is is true in the military. So women need to get rid of that and be willing to give it their all. I'll say go with your heart. For me, after I join, I, I detach myself from friends and family because a lot, a lot of people told me, well, you made, you made a mistake. Why did you join the military? That's not something you wanted to do. Go with your heart. If that's what you want, go with it. The military has been a great place for me. It has given me the opportunity to learn a lot and meet many great people and go many different places. I mean, I got to go to Uzbekistan, to Kazakhstan, um, Thailand, Afghanistan, even though most people might not think it's a vacation, Kuwait, and just the rich experience. I think everyone should be able to get that opportunity. So yes, there are a lot of difficult parts to the military. I don't want to make it seem like a bed of roses. The training is is challenging for some people who might not necessarily like the physical aspect of it. It helps to build resiliency. It helps to you know, to breast create motivation and helps to inspire you and just make you become a, a more well-rounded individual. So if anyone has the, the opportunity to join the military, I definitely, I will definitely encourage it. So if anyone wants to know anything more about the military, deciding, you know, trying to decide whether or not you should join, feel free to reach out to me. I'll, you know, I'll be able to provide some additional information and, you know, my own personal share, some of my own personal experience of what I've gathered and learned from the military over my 23 years. Oh my goodness. (laughs) 24 years come, come October. I would say do it. I've learned more through, you know, my years in the military, just deep lessons in so many different ways that I don't think the rest of my friends in this world understand. And I'm super grateful for it because not only has it made me resilient and it hasn't been easy, but it's made me resilient. It's given me perspective most of my friends don't have about what's important in this world. And I think it takes other people a long time to come to the idea that serving people is what life is all about. But we get told and taught that very early in the military. And I'm so grateful because in the end, you know, after 20 plus years of serving and now 12 years of business and really now financially coming to a place where I feel very comfortable for my family for years and decades to come, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's not about the success. It's all about what you do for people. And so the military gives you a fast track to learning that lesson. So take it, embrace it, drink it all in, you know, soak it in, be smart. There are still lots of cases where 
smart women make poor decisions and find themselves in, in tricky situations that I never want you to have to have. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I've sort of navigated without having to suffer from any of those decisions, but I know a lot of other people that have, but I think the military experience is still one of the best things you can ever give yourself. So go for it and then turn around and serve this world, whether it's through a business or through your, your military career or through your family. It's just the most amazing thing you're ever going to give yourself. My advice is make bold decisions when you're young and you can do them. When you're young and when you're early in your career, that's the time to take risks. And that's the time when those risks are most likely to pay off long-term. If you are considering it, don't wait. Don't say, I'll think about it in two years or I'll wait until, you know, this next phase of my life is over. When you're young and when you're early in your career, that's the time to do things that are brave, bold, and risky because that is when the biggest payoff is. And that's when you can actually do those things. Don't wait until you're 40 to decide you're going to do something to make a bold move because you'll probably wish you had done it sooner. And I think that if you're considering it, that you probably won't regret it. (laughs) I think that if you are making the right decision for yourself and you're able to do it, you're going to get some kind of great experience out of it. So know what you're walking into. Know that it's not always going to be easy. Know that you're not always going to have the respect and support that you think you should automatically get. You're going to have to earn it in every room that you walk into. Be a woman identified woman. Look for friends and colleagues in other female service members. Support them, take care of them, and they'll be the best friends that you've ever had. They'll do anything for you, including hide a body. So I think it's just really important to reach out to other service women. One of the things that you often see in organizations where women women are in a tiny numerical minority is they don't, like one represents the actions of all. And so women are much harder on each other than they would otherwise be. Don't, don't fall into those pitfalls. Really take care of the women around you and let them take care of you. Don't quit and do the job you want to do. Do not let the recruiter sway you and just believe in yourself. Never quit. There's so many women who are becoming rangers. And I think there's some women in the SEAL program. Forgive me for not being educated, but these women are blowing statistics out of the water and, and you could be one of them. Just try hard and do not quit. I would definitely recommend that they do. Just be aware of your surroundings. Always have buddies. Male or female, doesn't matter. Who's going to have your six? And that's everyday life too, truthfully. It's a great career, right? I've been retired for 25 years. I got out in 95. So 25 years, 26 years, right? I've been collecting a retirement for that long, as long as I've been out. I, I was in for 20 and I've been retired for over 20. And so it's definitely worthwhile. And I loved it. I love the, you know, I went all over. My children's traveled the world, that kind of thing. Yes, there's war. Yes, there's deployments. But I think that they are changing it. My, my, my daughter was in the service and they actually are, for instance, TBI is a real problem right now. I understand they're actually giving you an MRI before you deploy to make sure that how it com- compares when you come back. And so that means that they're kind of expecting it, but it helps with claims. 
right? Things like that. Or they have a sharp program where, you know, she's told me, you know, like the sergeant major would say, are you sure nobody's, you know, doing anything inappropriate with you or something like that? So I definitely think there's strength in numbers. We need more women in the military. And by all means, whatever career they want to do, if they got the skills and um, yeah. That is such a good question because I, as I was saying before, I didn't ask myself any questions before I went to recruiting (laughs) and I possibly did not join up in the right job for me. So I would definitely be looking at what are the pros and cons you know, talking to as many, if you can find people that have served, talking and asking really important questions and doing your research in what kind of job you want, you want to do and what would suit you. I think physically and mentally and that as well, are you prepared to be away from your family? You know, for for me, I was part of a close family, but being away from them also forced me to grow into independence so uh, that that was a, actually a good thing for me. Yeah, I I think I think they're things that probably uh, would be important that I would think of. Do a bit of research. Yeah, pros and cons. Is it is it right for you? And and I think you know sometimes saying yes to things that even scare the hell out of us. <laughs> that's where we grow. So it can be such. Even if you think, oh, I might be not confident enough, not shy enough, not fit enough. I'm an example of not being fit enough. And then, you know, (laughs) you can still, you can still thrive and in these challenges make us who we are for the rest of our lives. So yeah, it can be such an amazing experience. Would encourage you to reach out, talk to other women who have served, get their perspectives, and then you know if it's something that you're really interested in, pursue it. You'll be doing something that most people in our country will never do, and I guarantee you, it'll help you grow, get experience, and it'll shape your future self. So I'm an advocate for it, but I also know that you know there's challenges that come with it too, like any job. Uh, so. Do your research, reach out to people like Amanda and I, and, you know, a lot of the other people that women that she's interviewed and, you know, we're always here to help. I think that's what's special about our, our females, our women, like community, like we want to help guide people. And like, so if you're interested, ask us and we will help you. Oh, that is a great question. So for me, I'm a big advocate for women. I'm a big advocate that you should do anything you want to. And don't take the first no. Don't take the first closed door because a lot of times people will tell you no and they don't know the actual answer. They're just going off what somebody else told them. Ask for it in writing. Why can't I do this? You know, show me where it says I can't do it. And if it's written there, inquire to why it can't be changed. You know, amazing things are happening. We've got females that are now getting through ranger school. You know, the, in, in the Green Berets, you've got women on submarines, which which is one of the last, you know, ship hurdles. And, you know, it's, it's only a matter of time before we have our first Navy SEAL applicant, if not graduate. And, and I still remember back in the mid 80s when women were first allowed to become pilots, you know, fighter pilots, especially. And now if you go, depending on what community you go to, like in the P3, P8 maritime patrol community in the Navy, it's easy to find 10, 15% of all the pilots and Naval flight officers are, are females now. 
So if you have dreams, you have aspirations, you want to be an airline pilot, join the military as a pilot and then and then follow on with that. The world's your oysters and don't ever stop. Yeah, I would say go for it. Go for it, but make sure it makes sense. I think that um, as women, we have to guide other women to, you know, be their best selves. And so the if you're going into the military, make it so that you can transition out, whether through retirement or through getting out and know that the job that you did in the military makes sense for what you want to be when you get out. Right. So in nursing, I would say that, you know, I'm encouraging my daughter who is now 15 that um, because she's an amazing athlete, I'm like, you know, you can get an ROTC scholarship. She does want to be a nurse. And I'm like, that is a wonderful profession to be in, in the military and out of the military. So whether you retire or get out. So I would say for anybody that goes in, especially young women is, you know, make sure that the, that the MOS that you're going into makes sense with what you're passionate about or what you feel you can make a difference in the world in and something that's translatable for when you get out. Because I always have to say women, we have to take care of ourselves still. And, you know, you, you want to be able to survive on your own. And that's giving the most power to women as as much as possible. I say, go for it. Moms, let your daughters fly. Let your daughters experience that. Okay. It is doable. They may not want to serve 29 years like I did. Going and serving at all is wonderful for their development, for their, for their, for every skill you can imagine. For the young lady who is considering this, I say to you, do the next right thing to prepare yourself for this opportunity. First, keep doing well in school. Take it serious, okay? Second, don't get in trouble. Don't get in trouble. Third, learn to love exercise, okay? You, if you don't like it now, teach yourself. Not only is it good for you physically and mentally, It's going to help you excel once you get into the military. And you know what? Have an open, curious, open, curious mindset because you are going to learn and meet some amazing people who are doing amazing things. Don't be afraid to take a little bit of risk. Don't be afraid to move away from home. Did you hear what Amanda said? You're going to meet another woman service member who needs to be your friend and you are going to have a great time while you're working really hard wearing the cloth of the nation. Go for it. If I can offer anybody any tips, uh, suggestions, you know, answer any questions, my email is Kathy with a K at vanguardveteran.com. I'd love to hear from you. I hope that uh, you will consider joining. I think that young women should very seriously consider joining the military if they have an interest. You know, I don't want to say everybody should, but people should uh, look into not just the military, but what specific branch. Too often, we just equate them all the same. And oh my goodness, the Coast Guard is far different than the Marines, which is far different from the Navy, Air Force, or Army, or Merchant Marine for that matter. But if you want adventure, good structure and discipline, a chance to really be rewarded based on the merit of what you do, to really have a fair environment because the military in my mind, is a head and shoulders above the rest of society and how we treat our people, the fairness with with which we uh, evaluate people and promote people and advance people and treat people. It's just a, a great place to be. You're serving something bigger than yourself. 
Many young people are looking for that sense of passion and purpose. And what better way than serving something bigger than yourself alongside people? And I remember my nephew saying this when he decided to become a cadet at the Coast Guard Academy. When I was superintendent, the poor young man, he said, Aunt Sandy, I like standing shoulder to shoulder with people who have the same passion and commitment that I do. And he wanted to be with other people who were committed, not with people who were looking to see how little they can do to tag on with somebody else who's leading the project and doing as little as they can and still getting the same credit. So if you're looking for that kind of satisfaction and reward, doing things you couldn't do anywhere else, where else could you drive an icebreaker and go to the Arctic and the Antarctic? You couldn't do it even in the private sector. So I would definitely encourage young women to join the Coast Guard. And you know what else? It'll build your confidence and my advice would be when when they join, if they join, to believe in yourself, even though that's hard, the Coast Guard, the military is going to give you chances to prove yourself to yourself. Normally, when we come in and do a good job, we've already proved ourselves to the our peers and our supervisors. Sometimes we women have a harder time believing in ourselves, even when other people believe in us already. So believe in yourself and you owe it to other people to believe in yourself. It's not just about you. If you don't believe in yourself, how can you stand up for somebody who's working for you or for a peer in the office who's being bullied and you need to stand up for that person instead of being a bystander? It is central to a person's success and well-being to believe in themselves and to learn how to do that. And you'd learn how to do that by putting yourself in a place like the military where you're tested and tried and then you overcome and you realize you know what? I can do this. And the belief builds and you finally come out where you believe in yourself, you believe in others, and you're a leader of character. <laughs> Read the grip factor. I wrote it for you. Um, I, I mean, actually, in some some um, some seriousness, I really would. I would read the grit factor, and I would read the stories of other uh, of other women who have served. It doesn't mean that you can't learn from men, but it is helpful to have that perspective. The other thing I would say, though, and and I'm sending it specifically into chapter one of the grit factor, so you can start out uh, nice and easy. Is you want to go in understanding who you are. Like do the work to understand your own story and connect to your own values, because there are times when you're going to be put in places where those values can be compromised. And, and I will tell you from my own experience that the times when I have compromised my own values are the times that I regret the most deeply that I will always regret. And so you want to really have identified those and hold on to those tightly. And then I think you're, um, you're ready to go forth and, and serve and, Keep that grit factor with you. Keep your other resources with you. Keep your podcast nearby. And, and you'll have those the stories of the strength to draw from as well as you go into uh, the adventure that lies ahead. So I just wish them all the best. I said, I listened to all your podcasts before I came over here. And it sounded like a lot of people said the same thing, which is do your research and know a, a bit about your uh, what career field you want to go to, what branch and all that. And I think that is that is solid, strong advice. Once you decide to go in the military, though, I would say to women or to, to anyone is learn your job and be very good at what you do. Uh, it's important and it will make your, your life much easier if you're the expert at your job and you know what you're doing. You won't have to worry about chasing down the promotions or the next level of recognition or whatever. Just focus on knowing your job. My advice to military women is, or to women that want to join the military, is something I say a lot, which is information is never bad. So 
do your homework, do your research, find out, we can help you, right? You could, any any woman out there could message me or probably Amanda and say, hey, I'm thinking of joining the military and like, we will help you, we will connect you. But really figure out, even if you can't guarantee it, right? Figure out what exact job you want, what the path is to get there and then go find people all at all levels of that path and interview them and ask them for help. This is the same thing I tell veterans when they're getting out of the military. It's like, you need to find you need to find someone in the job you think you're qualified for now and learn exactly what it's like, but you also need to find those people 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road and hear from them. And I think it's so important for us to keep getting like strong, amazing driven women in the military. I just want them to go in with eyes a lot more open than I did so that they're prepared for the fight they're going to have because that's that's where we're still at. I think that it's important to do your research, see what is available in the jobs that are out there because you don't have to be, you know, out and doing combat you know, all the time. I mean, you need to learn how to protect yourself. And, you know, that's part of the training. But there are so many opportunities. You can be active duty. You can be, you know, a reserve component where you can continue to have your career. There are opportunities to, you know, learn other languages. And, you know, first and foremost, you know, supporting your country and being part of something, something really big that, you know, such a small percentage of people ever do. And, you know, a lot of, the success that I've seen in my life is because of the leadership qualities that I've been able to build on, you know, being able to get stronger as a person and being able to, you know, be a positive role model for, you know, other little girls and, and women and, you know, being around military spouses all the time. You know, that's what I do every day is either I'm talking to service members, I'm talking to military spouses, I am, you know, even where I go to the gym, it's all military spouses. You know, being able to to share, you know, what I've seen over the years and meet other people who are service members turned spouses, which I think is really, really cool. You know, when I find someone like that too. So, you know, just don't be afraid. There's there's so much out there to see and to do. And, you know, it there's it doesn't hurt to to look, you know, and if it's not a fit, that's okay. But there's a lot out there. Sit down and be honest with yourself and decide, you know, do I ever want kids? And if I do, what are some career fields that I think would be very conducive to that? Working 12 hours on a flight line where your shifts can change, while not impossible to be a mom, if you are a single mom or you're mill to mill, especially that's a lot of instability that you need to kind of decide, is this something I even want to deal with? My second thing would be make sure that can this career field go, take you places on the outside? So if you choose to stay five, five to 12 years, can I roll this into a DOD job and be making close to what I am making and still put money away for retirement? And if you choose to stay for 20, you know, what can I, what's that next step after? That is the one thing I really didn't take the time. I didn't think about retirement. I didn't think about job satisfaction. And I certainly didn't think about how having a kid would affect, you know, day-to-day life when you report into work every day. I would say go for it. And the biggest thing is study and score well on your ASVAB so you have a choice of what job you want to do. So you're not voluntold 
or you're not lured in by the promise of a bonus to be a cook like I was. What was I thinking? Do you know what I mean? Like make sure that, you know, that you are are really setting a goal and going for the job you want. You know, your only limitation is yourself. And now, you know, so thankful, you know, on the army side, you know, and there was an air force lady too, who just went through ranger school, correct? I believe. So, I mean, they can do that now, you know, they couldn't before and you can do whatever you want to do. And, and the sky's the limit. It's not going to be easy because there's still a lot of people out there that don't want that to happen. You know, they had the first female go through the Q course for special forces as well too. And she made it through the two week qualification course. I, I have not followed up to see if she actually started the special forces training. I don't remember for the army, but you know, it's just amazing to me. And, you know, it had a great impact on my life, you know, growing up on the reservation, you know, I, I knew I wanted to get out of there. You know, my dad's white, my mom's, you know, Indian. My dad was a cowboy. I always say they played cowboys and Indians and here we, you know, here we are kind of thing. But, you know, I wanted a better life for myself. You know, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to, you know, make a difference and, you know, the sky's the limit. You know, my husband, like I said, I retired in 2008. My husband's still in, he'll retire in July of 21. And then our oldest son joined the air force, you know, so, you know, our family continues to serve in some way, shape or form, but I really feel like people need to serve their country, whether it's in public service, whether it's in the Peace Corps, you know, Vista volunteers, you know, the ones that volunteer in the United States, great programs, but you've got to give back and, and don't think, you know, and that's for all the youth, you know, don't think that, you know, everything is just supposed to be handed to you. You know, I read an article where some man, young man was saying that college, you know, we should have to pay back their student loans. I'm like, excuse me, you know, uh, yeah, you can march for, for fair treatment and for free money and all that stuff, but we marched so we could go to school. You know, we earned that money. So what's wrong with earning it, you know, and, and just go for it, you know, because you're only stopping yourself. I've been pretty fortunate, to be honest. And, and you know, and the army was good to me and my family. And, you know, and we're happy that one joined the military and the other one wants nothing to do with it. And it's perfectly fine. The military is not for everybody, though. So, you know, I'm sure you have, you know, sometimes you'll serve with, you know, a very small percentage of people who really don't want to be there and just did it because someone, you know, it was a family historical thing. My history is we go back, you know, as far as the Civil War on my mom's side, on the Native side. You know, I had a great, great grandfather who was a cavalry scout in Minnesota during the Indian Wars. You know, so my two aunts that were in the waves during World War II. Great grandfather, you know, who was in World War One, who wasn't even a citizen yet, you know, because he was Native American. There's other ways you can serve. But to me, the military is a great way. You know, there's nothing like the camaraderie. I miss that, but I actually now work for DFAS, Defense Finance and Accounting Services. So we have some contact with the military, not as much because we do the finance and accounting, but I feel like I'm still helping because, you know, that organization has sustained my family since we were married and me since 1986. to this week's episode of Women of the Military Podcast. Do you love all things Women of the Military Podcast? Become a subscriber so you never miss an episode and consider leaving a review. It really helps people find the podcast and helps the podcast to grow. Are you still listening? You could be a part of the mission of telling the stories of military women by joining me on Patreon at patreon.com slash women of the military or you can order my book Women of the Military on Amazon. Every dollar helps to continue the work I am doing. 
Are you a business owner? Do you want to get your product or service in front of the Women of the Military podcast audience? Get in touch with the Women of the Military podcast team to learn more. All the links on how you can support Women of the Military podcast are located in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and for your support. Thank you.